HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Okay, welcome back to uh, Heritage Radio Network, live here at the Good Food Mercantile in San Francisco. And we have a very, very special guest uh, about to join us on the radio. And uh, God, I just, <laughs> I, I really want to talk about like what we did the other night, but I guess we'll, we'll save that for later. Um, we'll talk, I yeah. think we should talk about it in this interview because it was Absolutely. so special, the event that we went to the other day. So. <laughs> Hang in there. Uh, we will yeah. make you all so jealous. Yeah, that was my teaser. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to now introduce our guest. Um, this is Angelo Garo of Omnivore and of the Renaissance Forge. You probably have heard of him in The Omnivore's Dilemma, and um, he has worked closely with the slow food movement. He is really an icon in the slow food movement. He is a food crafter, entrepreneur, hunter, blacksmith, really a renaissance, renaissance man. Renaissance man, yep. <laughs> and um, he welcomed us to his forge on Thursday night for an incredible event with all of the most amazing food personalities from San Francisco. And I'm just learning so much about you, Angelo, and it's really a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and can you tell us a little bit about what brings you here today to this building? Well, we have a booth here at the Good, uh, Good Food Award, uh, Good Food Building, um, and uh, I have here with me uh, Beth uh, Malik and Veronica Rongi. They are my two uh, part of the family of Noor family, and my two managers, and um, so we are here and try to. Uh, capture stores across the nation, mm -hmm. see if they can sell our product and make the whole omnivore product known across the United States. And I am happy to vouch for all of Angelo's products. My One of my favorite seasonings and something that is now a staple both in my home and my parents' home is omnivore salt. Thank you. Uh, which is really a wonderful product. It's available through Heritage Foods, but you also are debuting a line of sauces um, that I have had the pleasure of sampling in our Brooklyn warehouse and also here today at the show. What are the sauces that you brought to the mercantile today? Well, they are omnivore Vulcano, Vulcano Ginger, and Vulcano Classic. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I came with this two recipe with I went to a restaurant that had organic meat, and they had on the table non-organic sauce, you know. <laughs> so, 
So I said, I, I, you know, I, I tasted the sauce that they had on the table. I said, I can do it much better than this. So I went on a drawing board and I started to marrying the spices. And uh, for me, the most important things to how to balance sweetness and acidity mm-hmm. and flavor, of course. And um, I came up with Omnivore Classic first. Mm-hmm. And then I, right after, I created Omnivore Ginger. And it's good for everything. It's good on uh, chicken, uh, meats, uh, also fish, shrimp. Uh, it's an all-around uh, very good product. And then we have also Sicilia sauce, which is uh, seven spices, but it's very complex because it's fennel. There is uh, a balsamic vinegar, olive oil, you know, garlic, and it's very good for a series of things. You can cook with it. You can you know, add a little wine, white wine, and pour over shrimp or San Francisco crab, Dogenous crab, then now we're in season. Mm. So it's very delicious. <laughs> this day is making me so hungry. <laughs> Thank you. And we're so far away from the food up here. <laughs> uh, anyone who's listening who's downstairs, uh, please feel free to bring up your samples. Yeah, spring a tray. Um, so, Angelo, you are a man of many talents and a really broad and um, varied education. Can you tell me about how you got your start and your love for food and um, what led you to become involved with the slow food movement? Yes. Uh, Well, it was some 20 years ago that I met Alice Water and we instantly became friends. Uh, actually, I met her by uh, every year on my birthday, I used to go catching eels under the Golden Gate Bridge. And my wife told me, what do you want to do for your birthday? I said, well, I'm going fishing. If you guys want to show up there, it's fine. And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, meanwhile, I met a friend, my friend Bob, Bob Carroll, and he was a very good friend of Alice, but I didn't know all this. So he uh, actually I said, can I bring a friend? She has a restaurant. I said, yeah, sure, no problem. You know, so we went to, to the, under the Golden Gate Bridge, caught eels. I skinned it. Yeah. I salted with uh. omnivore salt because I was already mixing my salt way back then. <laughs> and uh, cooking a little abachi. And Alice said, from the sea to the plate. That's the way I like my food. <laughs> so. And we became instant friends, you know. So afterwards, uh, I met uh, Carlo Petrini. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, everything. Now, every time he comes to San Francisco, make sure they spend five hours at the forge. He usually said, I have only one hour, you know. But then he started to drink a little wine, started <laughs> to have a little prosciutto. And, uh, you know, the, the one hour becomes five hours. Of course. Said. Yes. Can you can you tell our listener our listeners a little bit about the forge, uh, what it is, how you ended up there? Yeah, well, I was trained. Uh, I went to I I went to Switzerland. I went to night nighttime uh, art school, and uh, then it was obvious that I loved very much art. I said, but what I, how can I make a living doing sculpture? You know, it's not easy, and so. Um, I decided to apprentice as a blacksmith after I went to art school. And so with the goal that I would make me independent and I would be my own, my own person, my own boss. And uh, I worked at it successfully and I became that. So 
And so I came to San Francisco because I met my wife, uh, and she, uh, my former wife, and she was for in Toronto, Canada, because that's where I came from, Switzerland, Canada, and then U.S. So we got married up there, and then her family lived in San Francisco, and she said uh, that she wanted to move back to San Francisco, and I said, let's go and visit. So uh, we visited, of course, we went to North Beach and saw all Italian name, you know, uh, all Italian restaurant, and uh, we traveled to Napa and Sonoma, Montavi and Segesio, all those winery there, all Italian name. I said, wow, this is like Italy, so <laughs> let's, let's move right away. <laughs> so we moved here in 1984. And that's when you started working at the Forge. Yes, you, you found yes. that space. Yes, in Canada, I also I had a, 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 I had the Ravenna Forge. Oh, okay, different name. Right. And then when I came to San Francisco, I named Renaissance Forge. Right. Mm. And so for years, I'd done a lot of uh, ironwork villas for Silicon Valley mostly. You know, one of a kind. Uh, and so until three years ago, three years ago. Uh, with uh, enticement of friend of uh, all friends, including Beth, uh, down with me, Beth Malik, says, "Hey, let's do a Kickstarter. You have such a good product here. You've been doing it for so long. It would be nice if we could put it on the market so that many people can share it across the nation. You know. So for now, we manage mostly in the Bay Area and a few store in New York and a few store in LA." and some store in the Midwest and uh, Oregon as well. So we, we continue to grow and uh, hopefully uh, everybody get a chance to taste my product. I didn't really know what to expect when I walked into your workspace the other yeah. day. Yeah. Um, I knew that Forge was in the name, in fact, but um, I was uh, I was actually in the car with Nell Newman. We came over, and we were looking for maybe a restaurant. I thought we were going to a restaurant. Yeah. We weren't sure, and uh -huh. we pulled into I had no idea. a an alleyway, a dead end, uh -huh. and the cab stopped. Yes. So we got out, and then there was like this bright light spilling into the street, and we walked in, and all of a sudden there were like there was a space full of few people I knew from Heritage Foods and then all these other people and trays of charcuterie and the, the smell of wood smoke pouring out from the back where Huge you barbecue. were grilling pork shoulders from Heritage Foods and there was the most beautiful meat slicer right next to your blacksmith's forge and hanging from the ceiling are all kinds of pieces of iron, your tools and your materials. And persimmons. And then there's, uh, yeah, there's a kitchen space and you have a pasta machine and you have drying persimmons hanging down from the ceiling. And the, um, then in the back you have a meat curing room and a wine cave and there is so much going on there. It's it great for radio, is, but it would be better for TV. Yeah, I mean, it is the most beautiful space. And the thing that really caught my eye is that above the table in the kitchen, you have an incredible chandelier. I've been dying to ask you if that chandelier has a story. Well, there's uh, many stories, but before we go to that, I want to <laughs> tell you another story parallel what you said, that uh, when we did the Kickstarter three years ago, I got enormous amount of call and, and people wanted to make a reservation you know 
there was nowhere written that I had a restaurant, but somehow, <laughs> somehow, somehow people assumed that I had a restaurant. And, I said, and so there's, hi, you know, uh, we are from Louisiana, and my, my husband and I were in the city here, you know, and we would like to make a reservation. And I said, no, but this is not a restaurant. He said, I cook, but for my friend, you know. And then I said, if you want to come by and uh, make your cappuccino or something, but I, <laughs> I can't cook for you. you know? <laughs> it doesn't like, like that, you know. And, and so, and, and, and the same way, you know, um, that happens about 15 or 16 years ago, Debbie Nelson, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine from the Kitchen Sisters, she was um, working on a movie here, Rainmaker, with Francis Coppola, and and she said, Angelo, uh, we have here a few actors that, you know, I think you should make some dinner with your mushroom. Because I, I told her that in the phone, via phone conversation, that I went foraging and I found, you know, 20 pounds of chanterelle. Wow. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and she said, wow, that would be so nice if you could make a little pasta, you know. And, and I said, okay. So, and um, so... All those actors came in, uh, and Robert Duvall, John Void, Danny DeVito. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> Danny Glover, and uh, so. But then, you know, the dinner went very well, and everything. Um, actually, oh, that's uh, good. Actually, uh, uh, actually, Danny DeVito said, "Can we make some special pasta? I love like glazed onions pasta." We make it together, he said. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, okay. Uh, so we make that pass successfully. And he said to the girl, please go and get the cigar. Get a cigar from Angela. So he opened this box, beautiful. And I went for that cigar. That, and, and he looked at me like that. You know, he said, okay, you can have that one. Uh. It was a very special cigar. You know? <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people assume that it's it's a, it's a restaurant and and uh, and it's a it's a restaurant. Yes, for friends. Yeah, friends and family restaurant. Right. I call it. That's a good title, friends and you know. <laughs> so, um, but going back to the chandelier, um, the chandelier it's actually a, a Murano glass. It's a, it came broken in a box from a client. And uh, uh, he actually, uh, he was going to throw it away. He was going to throw it away. And I said, uh, can I take it with me? Because maybe I can fix it. Yeah, yeah, take the things. I'm going to get another one. It's coming, you know, it's out of insurance or whatever. And so I had, I had a nephew, Gaetano, architect in Rome. Mm. He just had graduated from architecture, and he came patiently, and he was a championship. Uh, I mean, he won a championship in uh, puzzle making, you know. So he was good. He took all wow. the, yeah. So he was very good. At there are contests for puzzle making. Yeah, he put together all the glass with the crazy glue, and I would go with uh, epoxy, yeah. epoxy to make it stronger. Mm -hmm. And we had shelf all over the shop with parts, so then we put <laughs> it together. And then uh, a friend of mine wired, we put it up, we light it up, it was about six o'clock already, like dark. And then I looked around and said, it's, it's like Philip, Philip Stark. 
It's like the you know the artist Philip Stark. He always, uh, you know, he always uh, hangs those antique chandeliers in uh -huh. modern setting in New York. You mm -hmm. see sometime, you know. So it was a beautiful contrast. I said uh -huh. I couldn't have found a better place, you know, in my apartment. That's not the high ceiling enough to yeah. have something like that, you know. So every time people walk through the door and that's light up. It, it just makes the place very, very interesting. A yeah, sinister. It's, it's captivating. Yeah. Yes, a sinister too. You know? <laughs> it it so is the, where, where enormous. Are we? Where are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we in the forge, you know? Yeah. Are, are we in the moon or something, you know? I felt like I was on such a mission of discovery as I kind <laughs> yeah, of walked through yeah. the succession of rooms. and. So, um, so, you know, so what is the forge? The forge, it's a, it's a, a gathering place, you know, mm -hmm. where were friends and, and a different ethnicity and uh, different walk of life, as I mentioned, from actors to plumbers to lawyers to artists, you know, and it's a place to feel good. Mm. And uh, several times people told me coming through the door, you know, it really feels good to be here. You yeah, know? yeah. And that I, makes can, me I happy, can vouch you know? for that. For yeah, sure. that makes me happy. You know, uh, you know, I'm the war and all. Th those are all distractions, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Not destruction, distraction, you know. <laughs> but of course, we love to do because whenever you create something, there is, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a chef or if you're a blacksmith or an artist or a painter. When you create something, in your case, when you create this show, it makes you feel good, you know. You're doing yeah. something worthwhile. And you have to have a space to share That's it. That's right. Yeah, and you share it with the other, you know? Yeah. And that's what it's all about, really. You wow. Know? Yeah. Who would you say have, have been your biggest mentors along your food path? Well, my grandmother, for sure. My grandmother, Bastiana, but in Sebastiana, usually, you know? And, you know, when we were little, all my cousins, she put everybody together and, 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 and pick olives because she had a farm with, uh, I don't know, thousand olive trees and wow. citrus and cherries. And, and we constantly throughout the year made, made things, jams and olive pick, pickling and, uh, you know, all, all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And so when I was 18 and I said, Grandma, what am I going to do with our, your food uh, in Switzerland? You know, that <laughs> must be very different food. And she said... Oh, don't worry, if you have wild fennel, chili pepper, and black pepper and salt, you can make anything taste good. <laughs> and that stuck in my head. That's good advice. So when I came to California, uh, you know, I was doing a, roasting a lot of uh, pigs with Alice for Edible Schoolyard for fundraiser. And I mixed the salt, but it was so balanced perfectly that I didn't need to put a little bit of pepper make all one mm -hmm. put olive oil and salt and mm -hmm. people said oh my gosh that tastes great that tastes delicious and I've been giving away to friends for about 30 years you yeah. know and then three years ago I decided with the Kickstarter platform to uh, to put it on the market well, yeah, that's I'm glad you did, and uh, I can tell you that uh, it's a definitely coast to coast because we go through a lot of it in New York and Maine. Yeah. But it's about passion, mm -hmm. and the fact that I have two girls like uh, Beth Malik and Veronica Ron Ronke, 
they are really passionate about the product too, and they believe in it. So, and if you believe in it, something good comes out of it. Definitely. So we are feeling this weekend like we're in very uncertain times uh, and we are not sure what the next four years will hold as far as regulation in the food industry. Yes. And uh, so on the one hand, we're feeling pretty apprehensive, but also um, it's been such a weekend of celebration and recognition of people who are doing great work in the food space and giving us hope. What is your take on, um, you know, how, how should... How are you feeling, and what is giving you hope right now? And uh, do you have any advice? Well, you know what, you know what, you know, a lot of people feel sad and distraught about this time, you know, and they they feel a lot of anxiety. But you know, in the scheme of all things, it's just a little mosquito bite, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Trump. It's <laughs> nothing than a mosquito bite because. This nation is a great nation. It's been here forever. We've been up and down, you know. We've been to the Second World War where they were exterminating uh, Jews and everybody else that had different ideology in Europe, you know. And, and this one is really a little bit an inconvenience. And it tells us that we must change one man to one vote because, frankly, in California we feel cheated because... 60% of the people voted for Hillary, and and our vote did not count. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. But having said that, you know, we continue to uh, make great food and great things, rally people today. In fact, there's a demonstration right now. Maybe I will see the tail hand of it, but I will be there, you know, and uh, basically hope for the best and... and, and Hopefully it does some terrible things at the beginning so we can get the House and the Senate in midterm elections. Yes, we can. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> well, there you thank go. you so much, Angela, for coming yeah, on the radio with sure, us today. Sure. It's such an honor and a joy to have you, and I hope we'll have you back soon. My pleasure. And thank you again for the amazing party. Yes, thank night. you for welcoming I, us to the Forge. Great. I will never both great. make both an assumption about a restaurant <laughs> like that again. <laughs> no. Next time I walk down a Dead End Alley, I will have uh, higher expectations. Well, you know yeah, it's such a delight. Thank you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, great. Okay, um, and I want to read from that your information so that our listeners know how they can find you. Of course, they can go through Heritage oh, yes. Foods, please, but also, please, do you have visit, a website? Visit the website www.omnivore.us, and you'll find our great product. Also, you can see all the cooking video, including the video of the Kickstarter, which was. Uh, the, the voice uh, over from Werner Herzog, and he oh. added he added the movie. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Not just any Kickstarter <laughs> video. You are just full of surprises. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, folks, that? Angelo Garo. I did not know that. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break and process that incredible story, yeah. all of those stories, and we will be back with you soon from the Good Food Awards. Thanks. <laughs> 